Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. We give you glory, O、oh、God. We give you praise. Oh, we thank you. Blessed be your name. Woo, glory to your name. Don't wait for a song. Just go ahead and worship him this morning. Go ahead and give him praise. And just adore him this morning. We give you all the praise, oh God. Blessed be your name. Oh, blessed be your name, oh God. We give you praise. Oh, we give you praise, oh God. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. That is who. Softly, waymaker, waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Two more times, waymaker, waymaker, walker, promise. Give you praise, oh God. I see God making way for you, and there seems to be no way. Oh, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Father, we thank you. I see God making a way for you, where there seems to be no way. In the name of Jesus, He will make rivers in your deserts. In the name of Jesus, your field will be fruitful. In the name of Jesus, I declare your field will be fruitful. In the name of Jesus, Father, we give you praise. Isaiah thirty-two fifteen. Let's see that Isaiah thirty-two fifteen. Until the Spirit be poured on us from on high, Isaiah thirty-two fifteen. We're praying just for a few minutes for fruitfulness in our lives. Praise God. Isaiah two fifteen says, "Until the Spirit be poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness be a fruitful field." In this month, your wilderness will become a fruitful field. In I thought you say a loud amen to that. In the name of Jesus, and your fruitful field will become a forest. In the name of Jesus, God will show up for you and make a way where there seems to be no way. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and celebrate Jesus. Glory to God, and take your seats in the house of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Say to your neighbor, say neighbor, welcome to August. Say neighbor, this is your month of fruitfulness. In this month, some people will get engaged. It's fruitfulness. <laughs> there will be jobs. There will be miracles. There'll be contract in the name of Jesus. Every area of your life we have experienced barrenness. I declare in the name of Jesus, it's your time to be fruitful. You will replenish, you will subdue, and have dominion in the name of Jesus. Can you say a louder amen this morning? 
from 10, you are going to 100. From 100 to 1,000. From 1,000 to million. In the name of Jesus. God will open you up to a new dimension altogether. In the name of Jesus. Let your amen show you believe that prayer this morning. Glory to God. Welcome to church and welcome to the month of August. Praise God. Genesis chapter 12. I'm going to preach very briefly, hopefully. Praise God. Genesis, can we celebrate soul tunes and the reminders this morning? Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 6. It says, The Lord had said to Abraham, Go from your country, your people, and your father's house, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I thought you would say amen to that. And I will bless you. And I will make your name great. And you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you would anoint your word this morning. Speak to us the way only you can. Let the entrance of your word give light and give understanding to our hearts in the name of Jesus. We ask, Lord, that you would open to me a door of utterance that I will make known the mystery of the gospel of Jesus Christ for which I'm called in the name of Jesus. We ask, Lord, for direction via your word. We ask, Lord, for illumination by your word in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. And just say, say loud, amen. Can you please stand to your feet and go to five people and tell them you are born for greatness. You are born for greatness. Leave your seats. Go to five people and tell them you are born for greatness. You are born for such a time as this for greatness. Glory to God. Tell them you are not a local champion. You are a global figure. You are a global figure. Glory to God. Come on, give the Lord a big hand of praise and rejoice. In the Lord your God, praise God. The concept of greatness is from God. The concept of greatness is from God. Say, with me, say the concept of greatness is from God. Man was not the one who invented the idea of greatness. So if you're here and you're thinking and you're contemplating about being great... You're doing well. So if you've ever had, you know, an aspiration in your mind, in your spirit, in your soul, to be known, to be great, to be massive, you have a business, you're trusting God for that business to be massive. You're trusting God to be, to be, to be someone to be reckoned with. You're trusting God to make six digits to make 10 digits. You are in the will of God. <laughs> Glory to God. You know, there is a place of being content. The Bible teaches contentment. But you see, as much as God teaches contentment, God still has a lot more in store for us. So the concept of greatness is God's concept Man was not the one who came up with the idea of greatness. 
if you read through the scriptures, if you read the scripture that we read, you will see that God was the one who started talking about greatness to Abraham. So Abraham didn't go to God and say, I want to be great. It was God who initiated the conversation of greatness. So if you're here, you're thinking about being great. Of course, in God's way, you're thinking right. And your thinking is straight. And your thinking is in line and in accordance with God's word. Glory to God. So greatness was never man's idea. Greatness is God's idea. Glory to God. Now, there's a law of Bible interpretation. And it talks about the law of first mention. So the law of first mention simply states that the first place a word is mentioned in the Bible sets the tone for all the richness of meaning that will emerge from that word. Let me explain that. Let me break that down. So anywhere you see a word first mentioned in the Bible tells us what God actually has in mind where that word is concerned. So the first time the word great or greatness was mentioned in the Bible is actually this portion where there was one that was mentioned in Genesis 1.16 but it was talking about light where you see the greater light, the great and the greater light, the one that rules by the day and the one that rules by the night. But here in terms of human accomplishment, this was the first time the word great or greatness was mentioned and that tells you something about what God has in mind. Glory to God. So God wants man to be great. And that place, the first time he mentioned greatness, tells us about what he has in mind, where that subject of greatness is concerned. Can you say amen to that? Glory to God. Because before we go into the biblical meaning of greatness, I want to get some definition for us. Greatness is defined, according to the Oxford Dictionary, as a concept or a state of superiority affecting a person, object, or place. Greatness is a concept of a state of superiority affecting a person, object, or place. Greatness can also be referred to individuals who possess a natural ability to, to be better than all others. Also, it means the quality. I'm just laying the foundation. Just follow me. Also, it means the quality of being extremely good in ability or quality and therefore admired by many people. The quality of being extre extremely good in ability or quality and therefore admired by many people. Also, it means of an extent, amount, or intensity considerably above average. So when we speak about greatness, we're not talking about average. It's above average. It's a place where you are extremely good. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? Glory to God. So greatness is not, you know, you just being average. God's desire, God's plan is for you to be a global figure, not a local champion. So God, God's desire is that you will be great. 
in life. Glory to God. He wants you to be great. He wants your name to be great because he was the one who initiated that conversation with Abraham, who is the father of faith. So it tells us the mind of God concerning us. He wants us to be great in life. Glory to God. So, you know, there's a way you can begin to think that you're, you're thinking outside of God's will. Like you're overly ambitious. Anybody like that here? You think that maybe you're overly ambitious. You see, that seed of greatness, God put it on your inside. So when we say the seed of greatness is on my inside. Now, any life that is short of greatness is not the will of God. Glory to God. God's intention is for you to be great in life. It's for you to be above average. It's for you to be extremely good in ability, in quality, to be admired by other people. Greatness is not social media relevance. Greatness is not measured by the amount of followers you have on Instagram or Twitter. That's not greatness. Glory to God. Greatness transcends that. It's about blessing, serving, and impacting lives positively with your gifts and ability. Because if it's by followership, then Bobriski is great. You hear what I'm saying? Then all those guys who, you know, sell, you know, Kayamata or whatever that they sell on this, it means that they are great. Maybe I'm the one. Is Bobiski great? Because it looks like you are not convinced. Talk to me, church. Is Bo someone like, is that kind of person great? No, it's not. Or she, 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 she's not. <laughs> Glory to God. Greatness is a journey. Greatness is a journey. God said to Abraham, go from your country, your, your people, and your father's house to the land I will show you. So greatness is not overnight. Greatness is over time. Greatness is not overnight. Greatness is over time. You become great over a period of time. That's why the concept of you want to blow is on the will of God. If you jump up, you will come down. If you grow up, you will stay up. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? Number two, number three, greatness. I'm still laying foundation. I'm not going to start preaching. Greatness transcends you. It says, I will make your name great. I will bless you and make you a blessing. It says, in you, all the people of the earth will be blessed. So your greatness transcends you. Greatness is attainable through consistency, diligence, and hard work. Proverbs 22, 29. Seest thou a man who is diligent in his craft, he will stand before kings and not mere men. Greatness brings about an influential name. 
Greatness brings about, and, if, and one of the things I love about this is the fact that, you see, God spoke to Abraham. God said, I will make you, God didn't say to him, I will make you great. God said to him, I will make your name great. So when we speak about greatness, we are talking about a name. We are talking about not just a position. We are talking about a, 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 an influence that you have. Philippians 2 talks about the name of Jesus. That the name of Jesus, every name must bow. That's influence. That's greatness. Glory to God. So when your name is mentioned, what comes to mind? There are some people, when they mention their name, what comes to mind is a bad thing. When you mention Fela and Kuti, what comes to mind? That's what comes to mind. You say so. Amen. That's what comes to mind. So you understand that God wants to give you a name. The Bible says a good name is better than silver or gold. You know that a good name can bring silver and gold? Do you agree with that? And that's one of the things that you must understand as you begin to live your life. It's great to have houses and cars and all of those things. But a good name is better than all of those things. So I'm living my life in a way that when they mention that name, Or she something positive. In fact, there's a way I pronounce my name when I meet you. I pronounce the name like the name will be great. I am Sheon or she Besson. You know what I'm saying? People introduce yourself. What is your name? Because you, you are not even talking from a place that you know you are going somewhere to happen. Glory be to God. So God's desire is greatness. He wants your name to be great. Glory be to God. You understand that? A good name. Praise God. Greatness, I'm going to be narrowing down on this a little bit. Greatness is in your DNA as a child of God. The Bible says in Galatians 3.29, it says, If ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed, and here, according to the promise. So one of the promise God made to Abraham is that I will make your name great. And the Bible says if you are in Christ, you are an heir according to that promise. You are a partaker of that promise that God made to Abraham. It's too late if you don't want to be great. And that's why as a child of God, you must understand that greatness is part of your DNA. God's desire is that you be known. The Bible says in Luke 4.14, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit and his fame went abroad. So God wants to give you a great name. And that can only happen by the instrumentality of superior ability. About two weeks ago, nobody knew Tobia Mushon. Nobody knew him. Nobody knew her. 
And there were several others that, that come up in the, in the last few weeks that nobody knew. Do you get what I'm saying? People began to, you know, dig out tweets that they made several years ago up to eight, nine, ten years ago. Greatness attracts. May God make your name great in the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. So God wants to make your name great. You can't be saying things like, I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be known. That's anti-God. You know what the Bible says in Matthew 5, 14? It says you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. A city set on the hill cannot be eaten. Go so fresh. See, no man lights a lamp and put it under a lampstand. Under a bushel. But a, if you light a lamp, you put it under, a, under the, the lampstand that everyone can see. It. You were created for everyone to see you. If you, if you, like I think last month I was appointed MD of a, of a company and all that. And then the name now traveled farther. You can Google me now. Do you get what I'm saying? You must, you see, one of, one of the reasons why some people are not great is because some people lack ambition. Ambition is not of the devil. Ambition is from God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Jacob said, I will not let you go until you bless me. Jabez said, I want you to bless me. You must understand that you must live for something. You must live your life in such a way that you leave your footprints in the sands of time. That's the way usually the Bible says you will be above only. Above only. Above only. The only place you belong is above. I hear what I'm saying. You will be above. All, there is no place for you on the bottom line. The Bible says you are above. Whatever business you run, whatever career you find yourself, you must be what? Above only. If you are in, a, in an industry here, you work in a place... You must strive to be above only. He says, you will be the head and not the tail. Being tail is not humility, it's anti-God. Oh, you don't hear what I'm saying this morning. You know, there are people who believe that, oh, you know, when you are, when you are at the bottom level, they, they see that's humility. May you not have that kind of humility in the name of Jesus. Whatever you do, God's design, God's plan, that you be above only. Above only. That is a liberation for someone this morning. Above only. Make up business. Above. When they are counting top 10, your name must be there. Hear what I'm saying this morning? Anything you do, you must desire that kind of impact that kind of significance because that's the will of God, that's the plan of God, that's the intent of God. God has not wasted his resources bringing you here on, on, on the scene. He brought you here to make a mark. He brought you here to leave your footprints in the sands of time. He brought you here not to be average. He brought you here to be the best 
at that thing that you're doing. He brought you here to leave your footprints in the sands of time. That's why God brought you here, not to be a local champion, but to be a global figure. That's why he brought you here. You know, there are people who are comfortable with being small. They are comfortable with being small. Glory to God. Somebody said, I don't want a great church. I don't want a large church. Because the Bible says where two or three are gathered, he's there in their midst. Where towns are gathered, he's still there. Yeah, I don't know if you get what I'm saying this morning. So you must have a desire to move the frontiers of your life beyond where it is right now. Knowing fully well that greatness is in your DNA. Strive to be the best. Anywhere you find yourself, glory to God. That's the plan of God for your life. Glory to God. Greatness happens. Number one, greatness happens when you leave your comfort zone. The Lord said to Abraham, go from your country, your people, and your father's house to the land I will show you. Glory to God. Leave your father's house. <laughs> At this time, when God spoke to Abraham, he was 75 years old. He took an encounter <laughs> for Abraham to leave his father's house. He took a revelation. At 75, imagine at 75, you are still living with your parents. You don't understand what the Bible is talking about. At 75, Abraham was still living in his father's house. Glory to God. Real greatness cannot happen in your comfort zone. Leave your father's house. And some of you here, what you need literally to even start your journey of greatness is to leave your parents' house. Your parents, where you are living right now. Your parents' house. Literally for some that's all. that's where the journey of your greatness begins. Glory to God. Sorry, Jerry, please, let me just use I remember when he came to Lagos and he said to me, Dad, I don't want to go to my father's house again. I want to get a place. It was a very uncomfortable space. But you need to understand that nothing happens when you are in your comfort zone. Nothing happens when you are in your comfort zone. You cannot see real miracles if you refuse to inconvenience yourself. So God spoke to Abraham, get thee out of thy country, out of your father's house to a land I will show you. So real greatness begins when you take the step, when you decide to put your life in your hands, trusting God to make something happen out of your life. A lot of people don't know that we are just about eight years in Lagos, right? This is eight years in Lagos. We left Ibadan because I felt that Ibadan was just too, we were just too complacent. We were big boys. Seven years. This is seventh year in Lagos. And we started a church. God, we have achieved a lot in seven years of moving from Ibarra to Lagos. We left our comfort zone. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Imagine we did not leave our comfort zone. This, this church will not exist today. Glory to God. You know, we were doing well. 
in Ibadan. I mean, we're doing well. We're living in a four-bedroom bungalow. Around the Lee Estates. If you know Ibadan very well, you know we're big boys. And the rent was 300,000 naira back then. And then we moved to Lagos. We moved to Lagos, a three-bedroom. The rent was close to a million. The total package at the time. So more like it looked as if you were going down. But you're actually on your way up. Right now we live in a duplex. You get what I'm saying? See, greatness does not happen when you are, when you are, not, when you are not willing to inconvenience yourself. The Bible says, whoever saves his life will lose it. Whoever loses life now for my sake because God said it. God gave the instruction. Get thee out of where you are. Some of you, you will never get to the climax of your life if you don't resign from where you are right now. That's the honest truth. But make sure that God is the one who has spoken to you. Praise God. And you make plans. Hallelujah. Whoever there are people who are always trying to be safe. Trying to be safe. When I resigned from my former job, it was as if we were going to die. I'm telling you. When, I, when we left to start church, it was as if we were going to die. All hell broke loose. When you make decisions, alright, and you begin to ask yourself if you truly had God. I don't even get what I'm saying this morning. When you're wondering that, did God speak to me? Praise God. Many of you know that we're having a Great time at Doban. Great time. Doban. Great time. We were, I mean, people were talking about Grace Made. Wow, Grace Made. Wow, Grace Made. That church. Oh, that church. But you know, I understood. I know how this thing works. You cannot be in that place and expect the mighty hand of God. You have to challenge yourself based on what God has said to you and say, I'm going to leave this comfort zone trusting God for an expansion, trusting God for an open door, trusting God for a breakthrough. Whoever saves his life will lose it. That's what the Bible says. Glory to God. You understand that greatness is ahead of you, but your current level is the entrance to your next level. Glory to God. And that. And that's how he walks. See, there are people that God will help them by the company where they walk in to fire them. God is the one helping them. Because when God sees that you are not moving, he will create a circumstance because of the love that he has for you, it will push you. It will push you. I heard a story of someone, you know, I'm not sure it was true, you know, who, you know, they said, oh, if you can swim, you know, in a, I think, river where there are crocodiles and all that, and then, you know, if you swim past those crocodiles, you're going to get a massive gift, massive reward. Let's assume that it's $10 million. So they made the announcement and then nobody was willing to jump. And then all of a sudden, they saw a guy swimming, swimming. And the guy swam. 
and then he made it to the end, and then it was not consumed by the crocodile. When he got out, he asked, who pushed me? Because he was pushed. Praise God. He was pushed. And he was pushed by his wife. Amen. <laughs> well, so, the question is not whether he was pushed or the question is that he made it. I don't think what I'm saying. So, whether God pushed you or not, whether you jumped voluntarily or not, what matters is the results. May God push you out of your current level. There are people that a guy will break your heart. You don't know that the endless expectation of the creation. God is working something bigger. They broke your heart. They slammed the door. And you're thinking the world is over. God is saying, baby, there's a miracle ahead of you. For eyes have not seen, for ears have not heard. I have something bigger. Let that guy go. Let that job go. Let that house go. I'm working something bigger for you. The Bible says, why we look not at the things that are seen, but the things that are seen are temporal. And the things that are not seen are eternal. The Bible says, mark the upright. Observe the blame. The end of that man is peace. The Bible says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. The question is, do you love God? Are you in line with his purpose? If that is the case, the Bible says all things are working for you. The good and the bad, the times of being broken, the times of being sick and tired. The Bible says all things work together for good. The Bible says God is able to make all things work together for good because he works all things as at the counsel of his own will. Child of God, do not be discouraged. God is at work in you and is preparing you for the future he has prepared for you. It's only time to give up. Greatness is ahead of you. Let that guy go. You know, if you hold on to something, Hold on, bring your, hold on to him with your two hands. Hold on to him with your two hands. And you take this mic. Hold on to this. And you take it. You can't. Until you let go, you will never see God. The Bible says stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. There's some dimension of God you will never see until you choose to let go and let God be introduced into the equation. Glory to God. Say glory to God. God is working something out for you. Can you say amen to that? Praise God. Guys, I can see the future ahead of you. It's so bright. You need the specs. I say it's so bright. I say it's so bright. Shout my future is bright. The Bible says, I know the plans I have for you. They are plans of good and not of evil to give you a future and a hope and to give you an expected end. You may be here today not having a time in your bank account. You may try to church this morning not having anything to fall back on. You may even have no food to eat when you get up. The Bible says that God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That you always having all things may have all sufficiency. Also every good work. He's working for your good. 
the good and the bad is working for you. All your mistakes, I tell you, all your mistakes, are, you think you messed up. You think you messed up. But every mistake you made, God is going to work it together for your good. Why don't you say a believing amen to that? Oh, it was your fault. Yes, it was your fault. But God is going to take a testimony out of that experience. Because he's God. He's God. I see greatness all over this place. I see greatness all over this place in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you, never use your current circumstance to judge your future. I'm telling you the truth. There are, I say it, there are people here, you are going to rise up from the ashes of your defeat. You're going to rise up from the ashes of your pain and God will turn you to a praise in this world. But can you believe God? Can you trust God and say, God, I believe you. I believe you to turn my life around, to make me that person you want me to be. Number two, expose yourself to greatness. How does greatness happen? I'm going to round off this now. I have five points, but I'll just talk about two. Number two, expose yourself to greatness. God said to Abraham, get thee out of your country. Get thee out of your father's house. Onto a land that will show you. Sometimes you never know what God can do in your life until you have the picture of it. That's why God said to them, go and spy the land. Numbers 11, go and spy the land. Because until you have that image, you will never be able to know what is possible. Glory to God. You will never know what is possible. When God was going to change the name of Abraham, God took him out from where he was and went to show him stars. Says to him, this is the best way I can describe. It is not even a perfect description. Right? But he says, this is the best way I can describe. As the stars in the skies are, so shall your descendants be. And he believed God. Glory be to God. Get thee out of your country. Some of you here, you need to go and start pricing a car. Expose yourself to greatness. Some of you here, all you need to do right now is to buy a khaki holder. A khaki holder. You buy it. And you keep it. And say, Lord, I'm using this as a point of contact. Because... Between now and December, there will be at least 10 cars dedicated. I don't know if your own is part of it. I don't know, but mine is part of it. You understand that. You expose yourself to greatness. Can you go and get a driver's license? Can you go and learn how to drive? I say it at 25, if you are a man. You cannot drive. You're not ready for greatness. Car is not greatness. But you see, you must prepare yourself for it. 
At 25, in fact, once you pass the age of 18, there are certain things you must have. You must have your what? International passports ready. Ready. I mean, there were people who there was a free travel ticket. You know why they couldn't go? No passports. It has expired. Go and read. The stress is much. I know. Can you go and renew it? You're trusting God for a baby. Can you go and buy a car seat? Expose yourself to greatness. That's why you know, you have, sometimes you have to save up money and travel out of this country. God said to Abraham, leave your country. God said to Jerry, leave your country. Then I would say, leave your country, leave your country. Leave your country. Leave. Then I would say, I'm telling you right now, by the Spirit, leave your country. Leave your country. I'm not saying relocate, but leave your country. So people have never left Nigeria before in their life. You're 30, 35, you never traveled of this country. Leave your country. Leave your country. So people have never entered airplane before. In the, you are over 30. Just my son has entered airplane before. Excursion. He entered airplane. Can you go to the airport? I'm gonna be up. I'm gonna be seeing possibilities. Save money. Save money. Travel to Abuja just to enter airplane. See who say and come back. I'm telling you, so just that experience. I remember the first time I traveled with our father in the Lord. He was the one, Pastor Victor was the one that gave me the chance to travel with him. He went to preach at us on the rock, worry, and I followed him. It was my first time in the airplane. I, 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 ah, thank God for him. I wanted to tie the belt. I was like, hey, my belt. Like I was going to. I remember, I was going to. I didn't know where to. I was. I was watching. Then you have to be smart. So I don't look like your first time. I was watching you. Okay. Left, left, left. You expose yourself to greatness. Remember the first time? You know all those moving stairs? Ah. I mean, you know what I you know what I want to talk about, you know, right? Ah! The steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Let me set it where. <laughs> but you see, you can you can be in a bar and be touring the world on your phone, be touring the world, be going to Harvard, be taking courses from your room. But all of you, all you watch on your phone is Big Brother. Daniela, that's what all you're watching on your phone. And you have an old school on your phone. An old school. You can get a diploma on your phone without leaving your house. I'm telling you the truth. Expose your mind to greatness. Expose your mind to greatness. Greatness is beyond where you are. That's why you must save up money. Any travel is not a waste. It's an investment in your future. And there are people here who still have a mind, a small mind. When they even give them money for airplane, they will say, ah, I rode the air fast. They will enter, they will use the road and go to Abuja. Because they want to save money. If you are here, 
and you have the kind of mind, my God will deliver you. You know why? It's a small mind. It's a small mind. They will pay some people, you know, their ticket to travel, to travel to maybe by hair to Abuja because they want to save 20000 They will go by road. See, what you don't want to pay, if they, if they kidnap, you will pay it. And pay even more. Tell them, say, neighbor, get used to greatness. Say, neighbor, I'm telling you prophetically right now, leave your country. Jerry, leave your country. End of the year, save up and your friends and go to Ghana. Ghana is better than Nigeria. Don't kid yourself. And go to a place where things are working. I went to Dubai. I was almost going to run mad. There are some pictures I cannot post. Because if I post them, I will just see, please, can I get 50K from you? I'm telling you. I'm serious. I was telling my wife how that I was humbled. I was humbled. I entered a Tesla. A Tesla. My God. I was I almost embarrassed my family. God was not half Andrew. I'm like Andrew da. No dashboard. No fuel gauge. He said, I, I pack it myself. I said, oh, it's okay. May you be used to greatness. May you be used to greatness. There are people with all their mind, all their mind, they, they can never conceive anything great. They can, they, they, their mind is short to greatness. I got told Abraham, come, let me show you the stars of the sea. Let me show you, because I'm going to, I want to help your life. May you not be used to mediocr mediocrity. Because there's a way that you can live in Nigeria that you, you, your mind just shuts down. You see things that you are like, wow! But it's not wow! My children will never grow up in a place where they will say, up nepa. It will never happen. It will never happen. That's why, by the grace of God, it will never, as the Lord live it, they will never go to Osu. They will never. They will not even go to Covenant. They will never. You don't get what I'm saying? Covenant, for where? They will never. So you must begin to dream greatness and dream beyond where you are. You may not have it now, but you... Those things are not for people. They are for people like you. Those that have it don't have two heads. Do you get what I'm saying? Glory to God. Lift your hands to heaven and say, I was born for greatness. I can't hear you say, I was born for greatness. Say, greatness is mine. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and make a joyful noise unto the Lord this morning. 
thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Shewu Oshimetsu podcast, like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Shewu on Instagram at Shewu Oshimetsu or at Grace Made NG.